I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If you missed anything on the JJ and Joanne Show, catch up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 1043WOMC or WOMC.com. That all day long. No, In fact, I right? I did last night listen to a lot of it to tell you the truth. The guy was not only an iconic guitar player and part of the fabric of our musical knowledge. Uh, he was just he just had that something special. Got to be on everybody's top ten list of greatest guitarists of all time. And some people would say way up even higher than that. We lost absolutely. Eddie Van Halen yesterday afternoon. I was uh, taking a nap and all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up enough to wake me up. Uh oh, what is going on? And it was the news that Eddie Van Halen had passed. I guess not a a complete surprise. He'd been battling cancer of various forms for a number of years. I guess we just didn't realize that in recent days that it had gotten so much worse. But he was there with uh, his son Wolfgang and uh, Wolfgang's mom. Valerie Bertinelli, which yeah. I didn't know they were still they still maintained that close relationship. Valerie Bertinelli and uh, Eddie well, Halen. We'll have some uh, clips from Valerie talking about how the relationship, you know, stuck. She wrote yeah. a memoir and had a bunch of it about Eddie, and she talks about how Eddie's then girlfriend gave her compliments, and so they stuck. They're still a close family union, uh, which yeah, is Yeah, absolutely. She had a beautiful tweet after his passing yesterday, too. So, yeah, we'll talk about that this morning. Yep. But uh, but what a loss. You know, you don't you, you may know that these people are fighting cancer, but they're kind of in the background. You know, he wasn't out, out touring, but then suddenly, uh, suddenly you get word that he passes away, and what a shame. Way too soon. Way too soon. Good morning. It's a little after 7 a.m. Wednesday. JJ and Joanne show Detroit's greatest hits with Jason Rafel, WOMC. The Motor City is listening to JJ and Joanne Mornings, 104.3 WOMC. Hey, good morning. It's the JJ and Joanne show on Detroit's greatest hits, WOMC. Boy, the reaction uh, and the tributes were immediate yesterday, as mm. you could expect with a guy like Eddie Van Halen. He was loved by many, 
uh, loved by all for the most part, really. Uh, and there is so much audio to share. It's hard to even pick out all of the good stuff that they, we have, not only from Eddie Van Halen, but uh, his friends and family members will be salt and peppering all of that throughout the day today. Uh, Eddie Van Halen passed away yesterday at the age of 65, essentially the after effects of lung cancer, but it had spread to other places too. And uh, it had been a long concern. I think he actually yeah. at one point had tongue cancer many years ago, too. Mm. He did. Had so that part of his on... tongue removed back in 2001 yeah. and then throat yep. cancer. And, you know, he had a yeah. lot, a lot of health problems through the years. Let's take a listen. I like it. If I had taken lessons and learned by the book, I would not play it all the way I do. Instead of reading a book, I wrote my own. Because of the things that I created technique-wise and whatever the way I play, they had to reinvent a whole new way to write music because they could not explain with regular notes what I was doing with this hand. So they had to create a whole new thing called tablature. It's something that if you're a musician, you just play until the day you die. You know, it's not like, you know, I can't wait to turn 65 and retire. It's not an ordinary job. You play music, you don't work it. But at times it can be hard work to be able to play it. Eddie Van Halen dead at the age of 65. You know, uh, I can't, I got to think of who it was. Somebody else said that exact same quote that they never picked up a music book because it would have screwed up their whole psyche about how they played. So they taught themselves a new way and invented new ways to play the guitar. Hmm. True genius. WOMC remembers Eddie Van Halen. Very sad news is just broken today. We're just getting word. Legendary guitarist and co-founder of Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, has died following a long battle with throat cancer. My whole life has been music. I could not imagine anything else. why I squeezed so many cone tricks, cone whatever techniques out of a guitar was out of necessity because I couldn't afford the pedals. A fuzz box and all, all the toys that everybody else had did everything I could to get sounds out of, out of the guitar with my fingers. And when you look at this band and as far as how much success they had, the main ingredient in Van Halen was always Eddie. Music is such a necessity. It expands. I mean, it touches people's soul. Music is the universal language to me. It transcends everything. We celebrate his legacy. He left us with incredible music and he influenced so many. 104.3 WOMC. I'm guessing most people in our audience have read uh, reviews uh, by Gary Graff in the Detroit Free Press over the years and in other uh, magazines here in the Detroit area. He literally has been covering music in Detroit for probably 40 years, maybe even longer than that, as long as I've been around, which yeah, is about too. that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, not and just Detroit music scene, right? Sure. But, um, but nationally, too. You reached out to him yesterday, yeah, first, so Jason. To I was talk like, about this Eddie is a great opportunity to get Gary on. Let's talk about Van Halen. So I shoot him a message. He responds back, yeah, no problem. Can you call me back in a little bit? I'm moderating a talk with the Bare Naked Ladies. And I go, what? <laughs> so I jump on the Bare Naked Ladies Facebook, and they're doing a Facebook Live talking about the 20th anniversary of one of their albums, and Gary Graff's moderating it and having a, a convo talking to him. He's everywhere, Jack, man. 
jack of all trades when it comes to music. Anyway, Gary Graff joins us on the line this morning. Gary, uh, what are your memories of Eddie Van Halen? So uh, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of great memories. Of course, you see him, you see him performing, and there's nothing like that. I mean, he was one of those once in a lifetime guitarists. We've we've been blessed with many of them, but he he's certainly in that upper echelon. And then just you know, to have the the good fortune to have spoken to him a number of times, both in formal and in informal uh, settings. You you know, I did get a chance to play around a golf with him once. That was a lot of fun. In fact, the closest I ever came to a hole in one was during that round. So it would have been <laughs> nice. It would have been nice to walk away having had your hole in one with Eddie Van Halen in the other card. Um, it was not. Could he, he play? Not, he played okay. He and I, he and I were of the same level of hackery. Okay, all right. <laughs> which was, uh, which was like the rest know, of us. And it's nice yeah. to see that somebody like that was, uh, you know, was human. You know, I mean, I'm never going to play guitar like Eddie Van Halen, but it's nice to see our golf games were compatible. Yes. Um, personally, tell us what he was like personally. Like, what stuck out to you about him personally? I mean, what stuck out to me about Eddie when you were just talking to him, you know, forget the interview parts and the professional end, was what a, you know, what a general, genuinely nice, sweet, and very, very passionate guy he was, especially musically. I mean, you could... I was talking to Don Was about this, the Grammy Award-winning producer, of course, from here, from Oak Park, and he had the same experience, was just talking to Eddie. It was like time flew back a few decades, and you saw that guy who was who was the kid playing guitar in his bedroom, probably nonstop, with <laughs> rock and roll hero posters on his walls. <laughs> and you saw how he became... Eddie Van Halen, why he was Eddie Van Halen. This is what he wanted to do. This is what he was meant to do. He he had the gift, and he was able to take the, that gift, and through his own passion, his own love for what he was doing, turn it into that music we heard. Gary Graff, longtime Detroit music critic and a friend of the show. Thank you so much, Gary. Appreciate it. My pleasure, and we'll talk on happier occasions. JJ and Joanne, mornings, 104.3 WOMC. said before I could listen to that all day long oh my gosh man that guy can play I got goosebumps what a talent have you guys seen him in concert did you ever see Van Halen in concert oh yeah I never did many times I didn't no but I heard JJ and you can probably back this up that it was not unusual for Eddie to come out and literally play a guitar solo for 10 minutes during the show yeah that's crazy incredible he just talent. loved what he did. It, yeah, and yeah, clearly. He loved hmm. what he did. In fact, one of the first uh, calls I got yesterday from anybody out there was my son. And it was like hmm. seconds after I had learned, and he was at work at Lululemon, and he called me because he's a guitar player, right? And he knows all the, doesn't know him personally, but he knows all of their chops, all of their music, not just Van Halen, but pretty much every guitar player that's ever, ever lived. And he had enormous respect for Eddie Van Halen. So he was my first call. I said, yeah, I just heard about it a second ago. I can't believe you, you're on it this quick. And he yeah. said, yeah, somebody came in the store and just said they just heard it. Uh, hmm. So anyway, uh, had a, 
always interesting to see when brothers work together and play together in a band, what the relationship is like. Alex Van Halen talks about his relationship with Eddie. It's almost hokey to say Ed and I go back a long way. As far as I can remember, Ed and I were kind of attached at the waist, so to speak. You know, we did, we've always done everything together. And for better or for worse, the music was the predominant thing in our lives. He also went on to say that uh, they were always recording, always recording. Ed and I are always in the studio. Ed's just one of those people who, when he goes into this zone, wherever he goes in his head, he likes to play music. And we have the opportunity to record it all because of the studio. And, uh, you know, if you feel bad or if you're depressed, he goes in and he plays. If you feel happy, he goes in and plays. And he's, <laughs> it's one of those things that we do. So from that standpoint, keeping our chops up, it's not a problem. By the way, uh, there's all sorts of information uh, and historical timeline on the life of Eddie Van Halen on our website at WOMC.com if you want to check it out there. JJ and Joanne Mornings, Detroit's Greatest Hits, 104.3 WOMC. Celebrating Eddie Van Halen, who passed away yesterday at the age of 65, long battled cancer, lung cancer, tongue cancer, uh, throat cancer. It had uh, it really kind of consumed him over the last many, many years. I guess we didn't know that his death was imminent, but, you know, yeah. people keep that stuff private. And it was sort of still a bit of a shock to wake up yesterday afternoon from my daily nap to hear the news about Eddie Van Halen's passing. Actually, I think it was a shock even to his family. What I'm reading is that the last three days, he went downhill really fast. Like mm. he had been sick and been in treatment, but the last three days, it just, it, it wasn't good. You know, everyone knows him, of course, for his fantastic guitar playing, right? But the first instrument he played was a piano. We're going to talk about, or you're going to hear him talk about that in a second. But I love this story that he tells here. He was born in Holland, right, to a Dutch musician father and in an Indonesian mother. He and his older brother, Alex, they played the piano. But get this, his father moved the family to Pasadena, California, when Eddie was seven. And the brothers played piano for tips on board the ship that brought them over. Ah, Is that great? Isn't that neat? It's a great story. You know, the thing about uh, really good musicians, they're jacks of all trade. A lot of times, if you find a good guitar player, they can also play the keyboards. They can also play, uh, maybe even like in Eddie Money's case, he can play this he could play the guitar and the saxophone. They just seem to pick up instruments. Even my son, who focuses on guitar, he wanted to put a little background together so he could play along with something. So he hauled out his keyboard, and he actually created a little something on the keyboard that he looped behind his guitar. So guys so with cool. the musical ability do it. In fact, Eddie Van Halen, at first, he wanted to play the drums. I quit piano lessons and said, I want to get myself a drum kit because I like a song, Glad All Over, by Dave Clark Five. And I wanted to play drums, so I got a paper out, bought a St. George drum kit for 125 bucks. My mom somehow had convinced my brother to still do something musically respectable, which was take flamenco guitar lessons. All I remember is me going out and throwing the papers and coming home, and he's playing my drums. <laughs> and then finally I just said, okay, he's just better than I am. Nah. I love and it. Dad picked up the guitar after that, yeah. He says that... Uh, they always uh, would jam together, he and Alex, uh, and sometimes, or a lot of time, would lead to brand new songs. What I do on any record is I basically lock myself up in the studio with my brother and we jam, and whatever comes out is what we use. And uh, a lot of the stuff we, we don't use because it's not good. <laughs> but the good stuff we keep, and we just carry on from there. And Eddie Van Halen uh, also says they uh, they try to be true to themselves always. They didn't change as... The outside culture changed. Their music did not. 
we have never conformed to any trend. And I think that most bands that last are bands that are true to themselves. You know, look at the Stones. They don't all of a sudden start doing rap. The great bands, they stick to what they like and what moves them. And Van Halen is the type of band, I'm not putting ourselves in any category and saying we're great, but we are true to ourselves. We don't change just because that's the flavor of the month. Sorry, Eddie, but I will correct him on one minor detail with the Rolling Stones. They did try their hand at disco just a little bit, which was the flavor of the month when they did, right? Ah, and I thought you were going to correct him and say, no, you can call yourself great. Because they oh, yes. were great, you know? Oh, he was no being very modest JJ and Joanne, mornings, 104.3 WOMC. I guess either I didn't know this part of the story or I had forgotten this part of the story when it comes to Eddie Van Halen. In fact, the band Van Halen, it was actually Gene Simmons of Kiss who discovered Van Halen. You'll hear more about uh-huh. that part of it in just a second, but you can imagine... Uh, the uh, reaction yesterday when Gene Simmons learned of the passing of Eddie Van Halen. I just found out uh, <clears throat> Eddie Van Halen passed away. Uh, I'm heartbroken. Uh, he wasn't just a guitar god to millions of people, but Eddie was a gentle soul. What can I say? Rest in peace, Eddie. And then Gene Simmons goes on to tell the story about how he tried to get the band their very first contract. I found a band called Van Halen and flew them to New York and produced their first demo, which included the entire first record and a lot of other tunes that wound up through the years. And couldn't convince Bill O'Coin to sign them or the record company because Bill O'Coin thought that they looked like Black Oak, Arkansas. And I told him he was on crack again because nobody knew who that band was. And so what if they were there? This is the next big band in America. I really believed it. I couldn't convince anybody. So, you know, I said to them, look, I've got you signed. Go back to L.A. after the tour. Let's see what happens. i got to go out on tour with Kiss. At the end of the tour, they got a deal with Warners, and I tore up the contract. Consider this a gift. Wow. Wow. That's, That's incredible. So cool. Isn't That's it? a great story. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. JJ and Joanne, 104.3 WOMC. This is JJ and Joanne, and another member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, our very own Steve Costan, joins us. So Steve, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Everything's great. Obviously, want to hear stories of Eddie Van Halen and your relationship with the band Van Halen over the years. Well, uh, a couple of noteworthy things. I mean, some bands you get to know... Uh, uh, better than others. Um, interesting, uh, the launch of Van Halen actually gets an assist from a guy by the name of Gene Simmons. It was uh, January of 78, J.J. and Kiss with uh, Detroit's own band, The Rockets, were playing at the Olympia. And the Kiss guys, Gene and Paul, came down without makeup, which uh, involved very heavy security in those days. And they took over the radio station. I was a uh, Saturday afternoon jock, and they pretended like they threw me in the closet, and uh, they're going to play some rock and roll for the people. So they're playing their Deep Purple and their Humble Pie and all this great stuff, and Gene reaches into his uh, little satchel, pulls out a forty-five. remember the little record with the big hole? <laughs> yes. And, uh, he said, oh, I'm trying to help these guys out a little bit, and it hadn't been released yet, but he hands me this record and asks me if I can play it. It turns out, it, you know, it's a cover of You Really Got Me, it's, and the PD, China Jones, was standing right there, and he said, how long is it? 
less than three minutes. So he said, uh, go ahead. So basically, uh, it was the launch here in Detroit. It wasn't my call. It was Gene Simmons' request approved by the PD, and they just handed it to the grunt. That's me. And I dropped the needle on the thing and uh, pushed the button and let it fly. And that was the uh, first Van Halen spin. Uh, in wow, uh, that is awesome. Yeah, it is. That's a great story. So you're the first one to ever spin Van Halen in Detroit. This finger right here. <laughs> hey, put that finger down. The one that launched here in Detroit. Ensure that finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I'm going to ensure it's going to be in a glass case, kind of like that hand model on the movie Zoolander, you know. Uh, I mean, he was one of a kind, definitely. He kind of really personally raised the bar uh, like most guitarists never have, man. He'll, we, Eddie Van Halen will truly be missed. Steve Costan, thank you, sir. My pleasure, JJ and Joanne. Have a great one, and uh, hopefully see you guys soon. The Motor City is listening to JJ and Joanne, 104.3 WOMC. One of those uh, unusual mornings uh, at Detroit's Greatest Hits, WOMC. It's always different, and it's always, always try to do the right thing when someone passes away, uh, especially as someone as prominent as Eddie Van Halen and a big, as big a part of the music community, the rock community, mm. rock and roll radio. I mean, literally my entire career spans Van Halen pretty much on yeah, radio, yeah. which is uh, really weird. So this one, uh, this one hit home um, more than usual, I would think. And the, just the volume of music that these guys put out and this guy's incredible ability on guitar is almost uh, unsurpassed. He, they were uh, elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 2007 when uh, Eddie was already uh, not feeling well, suffering from the effects of uh, cancer and uh, other ailments. He's been not in good health for a number of years, yeah. obviously, but uh, Michael Anthony had a very emotional message uh, in the acceptance speech for Van Halen. First off, I'd like to uh, say God bless you to uh, Edward Van Halen. He, I wish you were here, buddy. You couldn't be here tonight. He's home getting some help, and uh, I love you, man. Hmm. Hmm. You know, one thing you notice when you see pictures of Eddie Van Halen, too, that smile, right? He just had such a friendly look about him. I loved it. And Valerie Bertinelli, his ex-wife, of course, it's really hmm. neat. They maintained a, a, a friendship or a closeness through the years. Obviously, they, they share a son. Um, but she talks about because she talks about their relationship in the memoir that she wrote. And uh, here's a little bit of her. His girlfriend has, and she gave me some beautiful compliments on it. And Ed and I have talked about it, and he knows I'm not out there to say anything bad about him. And I didn't write anything about Ed that people didn't already know. I didn't think that was my place. I even told him, I said, Ed, you can write your own book one day. He goes, yeah, maybe I will. I'm sure it'll be a fascinating read because he's a fascinating man. Mm. Yeah. So she tweeted yesterday after he passed away 40 years ago. She says, my life changed forever when I met you. You gave me the one true light in my life. Our son Wolfgang, through all your challenging treatments for lung cancer, you kept your gorgeous spirit and that impish grin. I'm so grateful Wolfie and I were able to hold you in your last moments. I'll see you in our next life, my love. Really neat. Really special. I have not read her memoir. I want to get it and read it now. I'm compelled to do it. JJ and Joanne show uh, celebrating the life of Eddie Van Halen today. And uh, by the way, we lost another one yesterday. Johnny Nash, dead at the <laughs> age of 80 as well. I can see clearly now. Yeah. Yes. Well, certainly that song, maybe kind of a one-hit wonder, but uh, that song certainly was a big one. 
We'll do that later in the show this morning. And thank you for listening. JJ and Joanne, 104.3 WOMC. Oh, so many times I've had the same reaction. Hey, hey, where are you going? <laughs> Beautiful Come girl. Back. Come back. Hey, where are you? Why are you running away? <laughs> Please, come back. I promise I won't do it or say it again. I can relate. Uh, Van Halen, beautiful girls. Eddie Van Halen wrote that song and many others. Uh, He's been the subject of our show for the most part this morning. His passing yesterday at the age of 65 after years and years battling cancer. But, Jason, you found, and when we do shows like this, you do find out a lot of stuff you never knew before. I didn't know this Saturday Night Live story. Yeah, so we were just talking about SNL, and I'm looking here. SNL, Eddie Van Halen was a musical guest. Now, he wasn't the scheduled musical guest. What had happened is that his wife, Valerie Bertinelli, was the host. And so uh, he was with her in the building, and uh, G.E. Smith, who was one of the house band guitarists, was uh, recalling this, and he goes, we have a music office, and in the music office, he comes in and hangs out because you can do whatever you want there. You can drink, smoke, whatever. He was comfortable. He was with his people, band guys. So it took a little convincing, but him and uh, the musical director, Lenny Pickett, and Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, composed a song right on the spot there in the music office. They went out, performed it flawlessly in dress rehearsals. And with it, this was like within a matter of two hours. They had wrote, performed, oh, rehearsed, and then performed it live on TV. He goes on to say it was absolutely masterful on television, super high quality. He made one tiny mistake that maybe three people in the world would know he made, and that's the only thing he talked about after yeah. it was done, about how he made that mistake. But he was uh, a musical guest. He sat in with the band when Valerie Bertinelli was the host. JJ oh, and Joanne Morning, so Detroit's true. Greatest Hits, 104.3 WOMC. JJ and Joanne, Jason Rathel, and a pretty nice-looking Wednesday morning. It's going to be in the mid 60s today with sunshine. A little breezy right now, but it's going to be okay pretty much for the rest of the week as we warm up, too. Mm-hmm. And we uh, have spent much of this morning on Eddie Van Halen. Passed away yesterday from cancer at the age of 65. The tributes have been, and they just keep coming and coming. They started yesterday afternoon with the news of his passing, and they just kept coming and are still yeah. coming. Musicians all around the planet respected this guy's ability, and they liked him as a person. Yeah, Keith Urban, right? Great, great country artist, a little bit of crossover, but Amazing he is one of the player too. Yes, he is. So he respects respected Eddie Van Halen so much and put a beautiful tribute to him out on Twitter as well today. So yeah, we're hearing from everybody. We are listening to Yeah. Kind of a mishmash compilation of his uh, lead guitar solos with Van Halen. But uh, as we do that, can we can we do two things at once or not, Jace? Can we yep. listen to Eddie in his own words? One more time, Eddie Van Halen on Eddie Van Halen. If I had taken lessons and learned by the book, I would not play it all the way I do. Instead of reading a book, I wrote my own. Because of the things that I created technique-wise and whatever the way I play, they had to reinvent a whole new way to write music because they could not explain with regular notes what I was doing with this hand. So they had to create a whole new thing called tablature. It's something that if you're a musician, you just play until the day you die. You know, it's not like, you know, I can't wait to turn 65 and retire. It's not an ordinary job. You play music, you don't work it. But at times it can be hard work to be able to play it. Happy 
This is just the isolated, his guitar from Hot for Teacher. This was by far my favorite cut of the morning. Yeah. Just listen to his fingers move. I know. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen, dead at the age of 65. Stay connected 24-7 with JJ and Joanne on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 104.3 WOMC.